Alan asked a bunch of questions. I'm going to go through these pretty quickly. So, what mistakes do you think Thomas Saws made? And then he has the same question for a bunch of other people. So, Saws didn't appreciate Rand properly. Ayn Rand. He, um, he, he understood some of her stuff, but he didn't like her enough. He wrote some bad, unfair criticism of her in his book, Force and Freedom. And he liked Rothbard, who, who's not a good guy. He also disliked Nathaniel Brandon, which he's right about, but I think he sort of associated Brandon with Rand too closely, um, rather than recognizing how completely different they are. It didn't help that Rand wasn't very good on psychiatry, but, you know, who who is? Like, okay, I got Salsa's point, but, you know, the vast majority of people, including, you know, Mises, did not figure out psychiatry. And, and Rand still correctly liked Mises and appreciated him, even though he fucked up psychiatry and some other things. Um, another thing about Saws is he wrote uh, around 36 books, and I think over 600 papers, and they're all good. Well, I've, I've read, like, the books and a couple papers. I assume the papers are good, too. But, uh, you know, you, you read the books, and the, the quality is consistent. You know, he didn't fuck anything up. It's just good points, good material, good ideas, good writing. Um, but they're kind of similar. Um, when you read a lot of them, um, there's, they're, they're a little repetitive. Like, they're not repeating the same stuff. There's new material. They were worth writing. I appreciate them. I kept reading them. But, um, but th they weren't changing the world. And he kept writing more that was, like, kind of similar and good instead of coming up with, like, a new plan. Um, and, you know, it's hard to come up with a new plan. Maybe he tried and he couldn't think of anything, so he kept doing what he was doing instead of nothing. But, you know, if, if he could have come up with something, like, more different to try, something, that, that would have been good. All right, David Deutsch. Uh, he fucked up justificationism. He gave up and quit philosophy. Um, he's been seeking prestige. He sucks up to stupid people on Twitter. Um, and there's there's no paths forward with him. Like, he's, he's the only person on this list who's still alive. And, and he's blocking paths forward. He doesn't want to learn. He doesn't want to discuss psychiatry, qualia, and various other things that he's bad about. His books are still great. Read David Deutsch's books. Um, they're, they're seriously, read them. They're better than Popper's books. They're right up there in the top five books ever written with, you know, Atlas Shrugged and... But, but David himself is, is not living up to his books anymore. He's, he's, he's gone down some bad paths and he doesn't want to talk about it. He stopped having serious public discussions, serious intellectual discussions. He stopped sharing ideas and exposing them to criticism and learning things in a public way. And he's, he's been unwilling to read enough books for a long time. Like, like he never read Burke or Mises when I was telling him to. And, and he really needs to reread some saws because he doesn't understand it. And he won't do that either. And, and he should really, really reread Rand. Like, 
that that's probably the most important one, but he doesn't want to do that either. Uh, for Godwin. So, Godwin got fucked. He, he found, like, one of the best women in the world, and they had a kid, and she died in childbirth. And, and now he, now he had an infant and no wife, and where is he going to find anyone super awesome? Who's a woman, like, geez, that's hard. And, you know, this, this was much harder back in 1800 than it is today to find a woman who's who's, like, somewhat of a peer to him, who's an intellectual, who's, who's good at stuff, which is what he needs if, he, if they're going to be a good parent to his children, because he had ideas about parenting that were unconventional and much better than other people at his time. So if he just marries a normal person and, and they do parenting, it's not going to be up to his standards. So, well, what happened is he remarried. He married someone who was reasonably normal and did bad parenting. And, and his kids didn't like this person too much, and she was biased to, like, her own children from a previous marriage or something, and various things went wrong, and, you know, it was bad, and... And I think Godwin wasn't confident enough about, about like, his own ability to parent as a man, because, you know, gender roles were a lot stronger then, and... I don't know how much it was, like, lack of confidence that, that he would be a better parent than anyone else, including women, versus, um... He was also had financial trouble and was busy doing his writing. So that there were those factors as well. And yeah, regarding finances, you know, he made mistakes. Like his financial troubles didn't just randomly happen. Um, for Edmund Burke, he, he never wrote a treatise explaining his great ideas. Um, a lot of what you can learn from him is from his speeches like pol political speeches like the ones about America, which are good, but they're, they're not as good as explaining how he thinks and his philosophy as, as some sort of treatise would be. He wrote, um, he wrote the inquiry into the sublime thing when he was younger, but he didn't write his philosophy like, how did he think about politics later on? He wrote Reflections on the Revolution in France, but that was a letter and it was for a specific purpose. It had to do with particular events, and he was trying to affect the world in a practical way. And it was good, and you can learn a lot about his thinking from it, but it's not the same as, like, Godwin's Political Justice, where you can read that, and it really explicitly tells you how he thinks and what he thinks and, like, all these ideas. If Burke had written, like, the equivalent of a Political Justice kind of treatise, it would have been great. Because Burke was a good thinker. People underestimate him. Like, people don't even realize that Burke is one of the top philosophers. Because he didn't write, here's my philosophy treatise, when he was older, and he, he was busy with politics. Um, Alright, Karl Popper. Popper fucked up economics, capitalism, politics. You know, he was in favor of censorship of TV in some cases. Um, he, he was probably, like, similar or worse than Hayek on capitalism. Which, which people think is a good thing, but it's not at all. Um, if you go to my blog and you click on, like, more posts, and then you do a search for Hayek, you can find out that he's a socialist and, and had bad ideas. And Yeah, I, I have a, 
I have written criticism of Popper and Hayek that I'm planning to post someday, maybe on Gumroad. I'm planning to make more. I have like a bunch of Popper quotes from books with criticism of them that I wrote. So maybe I'll post stuff at some point. Um, there's also stuff on my blog, like there is some in public, and if you search the email list, you can find stuff too. Um, Popper was also too nice to, to various thinkers like Kant, Marx, and Hume in his books. He really went out of his way to relate what he said to previous ideas and say how he learned stuff from previous thinkers. And, you know, there's value in trying to connect your ideas to previous ideas that you learned something from. But um, I think he misled readers on sort of how much he took from previous thinkers because it, it wasn't that much and he was still emphasizing it. And, and actually, you know, those previous thinkers were quite wrong and Popper was mostly disagreeing with them. But he played up the agreement a little, and that was a little weird. And, like, there, there's something of a good point to it, but he should have been clearer about sort of how much he rejects as well. All right, Ayn Rand. So she was wrong about induction. It's not like a big deal. Well, I don't think it was a big deal in her own thinking, because she, she knew that she didn't know much about it, and I think she would have been totally reasonable to talk to about it. Um, I think it was just a case where she she accepted some standard ideas and, and didn't improve them, which is fine. That's what you're supposed to do is, you know, she, she took, you know, here are all the ideas everyone has in the world and that are like the status quo, the, the um, you know, the, the best current ideas. And, and she said, okay, these are, these are okay, but I've got a lot of better ideas. And then she made a billion improvements. And more or less everything Rand said, here I have this idea, it's better than the standard idea. She was right. All her improvements were improvements. And for induction, she just, she didn't go into it. So not, not that big a deal, but, you know, she didn't get it right. She didn't find Popper and learn the right answer. But then what happened is all her followers are totally unreasonable about it. And, and there's a big problem there. And, and they don't understand. So it's, it's annoying. Because I think she was okay about it, but then none of her followers are. Um... And then it's similar with fallibility. Like, Rand was a fallibilist, but most of her followers, like, haven't noticed. So she could have emphasized it more. And it didn't play a big enough role in her thinking. Um, she also got psychiatry wrong. Oh, so did Popper, I forgot to mention. Uh, Rand, Rand was not the worst on it. She didn't say a lot about it, and she said a couple good things about it. But I don't think she actually, you know, understood it like Saws. Um, Rand also has stuff about conventional gender roles and, like, judging people by looking at their appearance and their eyes and their face, and, and, um, she said this thing about, like, a woman wouldn't want to be president, and I, I don't agree with that. I think that's lame. Also, it would have been good if Rand had written a nonfiction treatise, like, um, Peacock wrote Opar, Objectivism, the Philosophy of Ayn Rand. And it was like this organized treatise, here's the philosophy in one book, and here's all the important things, and Rand could have written a better version of that. If Rand had written that, it would have been good. Rand's nonfiction is um, a little disorganized as like, it's more like individual essays generally, rather than an organized book presenting everything, which would have been a valuable thing for her to create. I mean... 
It's hard to complain. Like, she did more than enough, you know? She pulled her weight. She, um, she contributed, like, more to humanity than, uh, more or less everyone else. Like, 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 who, who are you gonna say did a better job than Rand? Especially if you just, um, restrict it to, like, explaining ideas to the world and, and thinking of good ideas and sharing them. But nevertheless, she could have done more. It would have been good if she had. It would have helped with some of the problems because her followers aren't good enough and, like, the objectivism community today isn't good enough. And if she had, she had helped more, it would have helped. Oh well. She tried, she did great.